Well, hello and Merry Christmas! It's Grimble time! Oh, oh, oh. We're going to be singing, this is our Beercast Christmas special. This is actually the fifth Beercast Christmas special. Can you is believe it? it? Yeah. I actually can believe that. No. I know. We've been going for five years. Actually, it's, well, the website is five in April next year. But this is our fifth Christmas podcast. Wow, incredible. I'm your head elf, I'm Richard. With me is uh, my, my two junior elves, subdivision. Uh, we have... <laughs> Uh, Gruden, hello, hello. yes. Merry good, Christmas. Good, um, we have Paul. Evening. Hello. How are you doing? I'm all right. Well, no, I'm not hungover, but never mind. But we're, we're doing hair of the dog Christmas yeah. special. Yeah, Paul was drinking wine last night, but we, we've Ooh. given him, we've, we've asked him back. Mr. B was supposed to be here, but he's unfortunately had to go to London, so it's just the three of us. But if you've not listened to a beer cast Christmas special before, we have six beers. They're drunken at random, depending on a number shouted at by either of my colleagues. Twelve! Then Between one and six. All right. Uh, and also, not only do we score the beer out of 10, as we always do, but we also score the label out of 10 for Christmassy Factor. Oh, I've forgotten about that. Oh, yes. Uh, we all, that always cues the same argument we have every year about a certain American beer and whether the label is Christmassy, but we'll get onto that when it arrives. Craig's so, not here, we all agreed, actually. <laughs> yeah, Craig's not here. So, who would like to shout out the first number? Gruben. Uh, three. Three? Okay, I'm going to get. Oh, it's just over there, so I'm not going very far, but I'll get beer three. Now, the listeners, he's now standing up, going over to his beer cupboard and getting out number three, which, which is, is a 500ml bottle, Alv, something, the suspense, it's a Cotley Brewery's Red Nose Rain Beer. Christmas Ale. So yeah, we have six beers, they're from various countries, but this is one of our English beers. It's uh, from the Cotley Brewery in Devon, and it's uh, a puntastic Red Nose Rain Beer. Oh. Hooray, heart. Uh, I give it five percent. Chillingly, I'm hungover. Yeah, we shouldn't. Uh... My excuse. Uh, the Cotley Brewery began in 1979 in uh, the Cotley Farmhouse near Tiverton in Devon. They started off with a five-barrel plant and named their beers after birds of prey. Apart from this one, uh, they actually give money to the Hawk and Owl Trust. Hawk and Owl Trust. Yeah, because they have uh, all their beers apart from this one. Uh, they got Tawny Owl Bitter, Snowy Owl, Barn Owl Best, Golden Seahawk, and all kinds of things. <laughs> Golden Seahawk. Long-Eared Owl, that's one of their... But this is a, a non-bird named beer. They couldn't obviously they couldn't think of a bird, festive bird pun. Turkey, that would have Although you might have thought it was turkey in it. Anyway, I'm rambling already. Smoky. <laughs> it's uh, it's a questionable uh, aroma, Eek. I think. Yeah, it's, it's got that kind of stock cube. Yeah, and it's vaguely bistery. Well, it does have fuggles of it, so that could be the, the reason. Um, it's a copper coloured and richly flavoured tasting of chocolate, toffee, and fruit. It does. Well, it tastes of something. It smells of. Um, it's quite. Ch- do you eat those? Um, they were quite big in the 80s, the toffee fee. Toffee fee. <laughs> toffee fees, yeah, they're like they're kind of like a semi circular caramel with a little bit of chocolate on the top. Oh yeah, well, yeah, you used to get them in a packet. It smells yeah. like and Rolos. It smells like Rolos too. Oh yeah. Well, like kind of caramel or chocolate. Actually, oh, I quite like that one. Smoky as anything. Second Pe- or third um, taste, smokiness goes away. Peaky at the beginning, yeah, even, I would say. Uh, so the, yeah, they started off in 1979. By 1985, they had to expand to get a bigger plant. And in 2009, they celebrated their 30th anniversary. <laughs> Uh, they started off by, uh, they were take, taken over in 1980 by John and Jenny Aries, which is a good name. Uh, and they've been going ever since. And they're from Wivelyscombe, I think that's how you pronounce it. It's a small town in Devon. Only a population of two and a half thousand, but it has two breweries in the town. Devon? It says Somerset here. Finest Somerset beers. Uh, oh, the border, yes, sorry. sorry. Between the border between Devon and Somerset, yeah. They started off in Devon, but they moved to uh, Somerset. That's right. Uh, keep uh, you on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so even though it's a population of only two and a half thousand, the town has two breweries, Cotley and Exmoor, who make... Uh, uh, yeah, I've heard of Exmoor. I've never heard of these guys. Though. No, I think, well... I recognise their symbol, Cotley yeah. Brewery. I recognise that. I don't know whether I've had many of their beers, though. Exmoor are generally the more famed of the two mm. because they, they invented the gold nail. Uh, which is mm-hmm. the Exmoor Brewery fact that we know. 
Um, oh, you know, we've forgotten. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I rephrased that. <laughs> the X-more fact that I know. Indeed. Um, but yeah, Cotley are a smaller operation. Actually, I don't know whether in terms of size, whether they're smaller than Exmoor or not. But it's good to have a small town of that nature with two breweries, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I'm getting a little bit of it's, croon. It's, it's easing off after the, as you say, the first couple of sips. Now it's getting more fruity. Mm. It's only 5%. It doesn't taste that strong. No, it's not. A, it's not got the kind of thick Christmassy thing mm. going on. Does it taste Christmassy? I, I was thinking uh, instead of just marking the label as Christmassy, I'm going to mark it as the whole package. The whole package. Is this a Christmassy yeah. brew? It's quite cold because uh, we, it's very cold at the moment. So I had these beers sitting next to my fridge, not in the fridge, but this is Scottish cellar temperature. Yeah. <laughs> Minus five. <laughs> Although it's not as cold as last year, when of course we were completely snowbound at this point. We couldn't go yeah. anywhere. Um, so at least we can move around. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's pretty chilly at the moment. Yeah, it is indeed. Damp as well. If you listen to this in places like North America, where it does get cold, uh, by chilly we mean about one or two degrees centigrade. But with a special Edinburgh dampness in the air, it makes it feel worse, I think. No, it yeah. feels like it's minus something. I nearly slipped and fell on ice tonight. Did you? Yeah, black ice out there. Uh, by the Sheraton Hotel. I was, mm. I was texting on my phone, looking down, and the next thing I, I know, I did that, did that slip on your heel, <laughs> where you, you, you go for a few inches and then you catch yourself just before you fall on your backside. It's get the shit out of me. No, it was, yeah. Um, but hell, and then it was like tiptoeing along, trying to get through it. Yeah, that's treacherous, lad. It is. Right up. Think on. <laughs> Think on. We were in the property of the Sheraton. You could have sued them for horrendous amounts of money. Oh, it was just that square with the big TV screeners. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. It is. Yeah, brilliant. How about the beer? It's, it's good. It's um, it, it, It's got that kind of chocolatey, smoky... I don't get much prunes, but it's a bit of fruity. No, it's a bit fruity. Mm, a little bit. It's getting yeah. better as it goes. I think maybe it was a bit cold at the beginning. Mm. Well, there will be this temperature, so... Yeah, that's okay. It does say sort of slightly chilled, but I quite like that. But is it Christmassy? Well, I suppose uh, we might as well have this argument at the beginning, but you always associate, or you, you're supposed potentially to associate Christmas beer with strong, fruitcakey, clovey kind of... Additions. ...rich tastes. Um, are there but, any additions in this, or is it just malt and hops? Uh, pale crystal chocolate malts with Goldings, Fuggles and North Down hops. Mm. It's a tricky one because if they get a beer and they stick cloves and cinnamon in it, then I just go, oh, they've just stuck cloves of cloves and cinnamon in their beer. That's rubbish. And then if they just try to brew a decent beer, I go, oh, it's not Christmassy enough. So he's, in many ways, you can't win. Not with you because you're a miserable no, git. That's true. But. Humbug. And another thing. Um, but so, but there is a, there's a third way, surely. Yes. Balance of all Sorry, three. What, what is the third way? Anchor 06 was the third uh, way. Yeah. Well, more about that later. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, maybe getting a, more of a, a mulled winey feel. Yeah. But while still being beery. Yeah. It would be nice, because that, that makes everyone think of Christmas, doesn't it? It's yeah. the difference between winter beer and a Christmas beer. I mean, yeah. Like a winter warmer is a more more forgiving definition than Yeah, this, Christmas. this is more of a winter beer. Yes. But the label... It's Christmassy. Although mm. the, the reindeer looks a bit kind of psychotic. Its tongue's hanging out <clears throat> as if there in a kind of menacing way. And its eyes are really kind of... It kind of looks, like, like, looks like Carlos when he goes mental. <laughs> Carlos the mental reindeer. <laughs> Carlos is uh, Grant's cousin. <laughs> hey. Hey. No, it's, it's the giant dog we've been talking about. Actually, there is a bird on the label. I, I do them a disservice. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's Robin. There's Robin yeah, and some got it in there Christmas baubles. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a lot of Christmas about that. Mistletoe. I think if you saw that reindeer coming to you like that, you'd probably try and back away quite quickly. Mm, yeah. Oh, I hope there was someone with a tranquilizer dart to... Mm. It's probably when Santa breaks out when he has to go through the gorbles or something. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere rough. The evil, the tough reindeer. Okay, well, uh, should we have some scores? We've got six beers to fire through tonight, so yeah, let's uh, have some scores for... Cotley Brewery's Red Nose Rain Beer. Gotta love that pun. Uh, five for taste, eight for label. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's agree with... I mean, eight's a good score, I think, for label. I'd be happy with that. Yeah. Eight, all right. We'll go for eight for label, then. And five for shawls. Yeah. Not, not Christmassy enough. Bit smoky. Slightly pruney. Not my cup of tea. Uh, right, yeah, for a taste, I'll say six. 
because it has grown to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a Christmassy factor of the beer, yeah, five. Okay. But you don't put that down. I'm just no, saying. that's just your, you're throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. I'll not run that down. I could do no, there'll be no evidence. It's not like a recording. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, mean, I never record these. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's just, just the rigor- last, rigmarole. I've yeah. been speaking shit for the last five years and nobody ever heard it. <laughs> no, everyone's <laughs> speaking <last> shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to give that a seven because that's all right. That's a, a classic seven beer. It's got a nice bit of roast. Nice bit of fruit. Nah. Bit of smoke. Bit of bobbins. <laughs> I, I don't know how many uh, bottles I'd get through because I think it would get a bit no, samey after a while, but that's all right. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, uh, so that's our first Red Nose Rain beer. And uh, when you come back, we'll have our second festive beer. Which is going to be, it's me, and we had, that was number five. Three. Three. Three, three. Well, I'm going for five. Five. Okay, five. we'll come back with beer five, which is beer two. We did that last time, that didn't work, did it? Yeah. Beer no. five, which is beer two. Okay, we'll see you very shortly. Don't call me shortly. <laughs> It's a definite sulfuric whiff. Okay, welcome back. We're time for beer five. He's off to get it. We could have done this in the break, but apparently... It has the suspense. <laughs> the distant oh, yeah. shouts of Mr. Taylor from the, Ooh, the beer cupboard. This looks like something crazy. Oh, is that Belgian? Oh, it's it a looks Belgian. looks like it. Gudun Karulus. Something. <laughs> This is Hetanka Golden Karula's Christmas. It's 10.5%. Oh, jeez. Uh, this is the strongest beer of the night, so you pick Good. that in the beginning. Uh, yeah, it's a Belgian beer, Hetanka. Hetanka. Is it bottle conditioned? Uh, I, I Belgian don't beers. No, not really usually, are they? No, I think they normally are. Or well, we can leave a bit in the bottle as well. I'll leave a bit, just in case. Um, Hetanka means the Anchor Brewery. Yeah. It's yeah. a pleasing symmetry. Yeah. Uh, the, this brew was founded in 1471 uh, in Mechelen by a community of Beguines. Uh, I'm sure that's not how you pronounce it. A Beguin is a Roman Catholic religious community. So they're kind of monks, but not monks. Mm. Uh, they're influenced by the Albigensian teachings, which I'm sure we all will fee with. It wasn't called Hetanka when it was first founded. It was uh, taken over in 1872 by Louis van Breedem, who renamed it Hetanka, the anchor, in 1904. Oh, uh, they're famous for their emperor beer, which I actually have over there, which I'm taking to my dad for Christmas, the Kool-Aid oh, van der Kaiser. Oh, right. well, that smells cracking. Is it? It's awesome. Yeah. Like licorice Oh, yeah. Ooh. They also, make, they also make Lucifer beer, which is uh, ah, yeah. a common sight now on shelves in the UK. Mm. Uh, Good and Carulus uh, is the emperor beer. It was named after Charles V, the Holy Roman Emperor, who was raised in Mechelen. It's nice, dark, reddish brown. Yeah, it smells great. Definitely licorice in the nose, mm. yeah. That's cracking. That's a Christmas beer. Yeah. Okay, let's do the label. We have, uh, I don't think you can get much more Christmasy than that. You got. No, I think that's great. We've got, not Santa, it's... Is that a, it's a uh, Is it Santa or a Robin? No, yeah. I think it's Santa in no, his sleigh. Santa and his with his horses. Invisible horses for some reason. <laughs> I think they're mixing it up and some kind of churchy scene in the snow with some holly, some trees, more snow, and then... I'm going to break out the ten for that. Oh, yeah. For Christmas factor, uh, you can't I, get more Christmas. I'll, I'll back that up. You can't. You could not physically get more Christmassy then. I'd, I'd mark it down to a nine for using horses instead of reindeer. I don't know what they're doing there. You look almost like uh, yeah. Anyway, well, maybe they have horses in Belgium. They don't have reindeer. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be true. <laughs> might not be. I pull myself a small measure, thinking that I'd do myself out of my well, not have a hangover in the morning, but I'm regretting that. Foolish. Uh, Mechelen is a Dutch-speaking city in the province of Antwerp. Uh, it comprises a few small towns. Um, most It says most cities in Flanders have a mock name for their inhabitants. And since 1687, Mechelenians have been called Manibluses. Uh, Manibluse means moon extinguisher. <laughs> Where did they get that from? Is there something lost in translation there? No, it's an old historical context. In 1687, uh, a fire broke out in a tower. Uh, the tower had a gothic window which showed the, the moon coming between the clouds and the, the townspeople rushed to put the fire out. Mm. So they were known as moon extinguishers. 
Well, the Belgians for you? <laughs> yeah, crazy. It was crazy Belgium. Uh, Mechelen is one of the big art cities in Belgium. It was famed for its painting um, in the Renaissance, in the, the Northern Renaissance, which is the, the Belgian Age of Enlightenment. It was uh, famed for painting. So Belgium's an interesting place. You, you don't really know much about Belgium. Other no, than we know we know about it for the beer, but lots of stuff happened then. That's true. That's incredibly patronising of me to say that. See what new Belgians are listening. <laughs> No, I love Belgium, it's great. That's even more patronising. Got to know when to stop. Okay, so I'm going to drink while these two can talk. Well, there's only water, um, barley, hops, yeast and sugar in this. I'm just wondering what sugar it is. Probably quite a dark... That's not strictly true. Ooh, it's um, lying on the bottle. What else is in it? Uh, it was. They first brewed this in 2002 after a long absence. They describe it as a strong, dark, ruby red beer. 10.5% brewed in August with three kinds of hops and six different kinds of herbs and spices. Right, because there's a real aniseed yeah. aftertaste and you, you can't fake that. No, no I was going to ask how do they get that taste with just those ingredients. Yeah, exactly. must, I was going to say it must be the sugar they use. It doesn't say what spices, uh, but yeah, there's a star anise flavour going right mm. to it. lie! <laughs> First Not a good point off for the lie. <laughs> Probably so it can be sold in Germany. Mm. They describe this as top class. It is top class. Yeah, really For once, like I would agree. I really like that aniseed aftertaste as well. Yeah. It's just subtle enough and kind of sweet and mm. fennel seeds or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I bought a giant bottle of their other beers to take home for Christmas. That'd be good. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's sweet as well, but not. it's not cloying. No. You could certainly sip a bottle of that over mm. a. Evening in a nice tulipy glass or something, that'd be yeah, lovely. Yeah. Ooh. Cracking. Are you just starting the counter now? Yeah, I always get started with that wood. Ah, well, pros that we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cuvée van de Kaiser, they brew once a year on the birthday of Charles V, de Kaiser, or the Guden uh, Kruis, the Emperor, Holy Roman Emperor. Uh, yeah, that's really good, isn't it? It's, it's also. Um, it's got a lot of kind of chocolatey, malty flavour to it, but really the aftertaste is pretty much pure aniseed. Mm, yeah. I'm wondering, because it's a bit cold, obviously, because it's cold in here, but maybe when it warms, you get you might get a few more of the other flavours coming out. One thing I don't taste is any alcohol. No, no I really... not 10.5% worth anyway. No, I think it's really one of the sweetest beers I've had for a while, so that mm, kind yeah. of counteracts it. Uh, but having said that, it doesn't... Often sweet beers, I'm like, ah, oh, I feel sick, but it doesn't really... Didn't really have that. The aniseed is yeah. quite cleaning at the yeah, end. Yeah, it's because the sweetness is at the front, not at the mm. back. Yeah. So it kind of, the, as you said, yeah, the aniseed cuts it out, which is good. Nice, bro. Wow. Oh, Shub- getting more Shubbles aniseed as we go. Shovels likes Belgian beer shock. One Belgian beer I've actually seen Shovels like. Yeah. Is that because that the kind of sugary stuff that you're not keen on is not as You can't, the, the yeast, and I think it's the yeast that I'm normally not keen on. So either the using a different yeast to regular Belgian yeast or all the ingredients are just knocking it out yeah all these different six can you taste anything other than aniseed is there any other kind of herby spicy flavour going on it's not very spicy it's more herby isn't it Um, yeah aniseed comes on pretty strong um, as you get further through it so if there is I can't taste them no I really like that I'm very surprised hmm yeah, well, and my mother was saying, what, it's a Christmas beer? It's the third <laughs> way, it's right here. It's the next beer, the third way. It's right in front of you. There you go. It's like the, the Grinch is back from Christmas. <laughs> hey. I see Alpha's on Sunday on TV. Oh, I caught the first half. I was, I was cooking. I know that's a shock. But what? <laughs> oh, he's changed. Sweet so. No, it was roast veg and some chicken fillet things. Wow, you've changed, man. <laughs> damn, damn right. Middle age hit you hard, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Can't drink. Wake up early. He's drinking wine on a weekday. Jesus. <laughs> and cooking. Yeah, Elf. Classic. It's on the cameo on Sunday. Is it? Mm. Sunday night. Sunday matinee. There's a dad and another Christmas film. Mm. I might have to take Katie along. Yeah. You sit on the throne of lies. <laughs> <laughs> Good news today. <laughs> Uh, I saw a doc. It's, it's such a such a fantastic film. My favourite Christmas film. 
I've never seen it. You've never seen no, Elf? No, I know. It's one of those it's things. It's the best Christmas film ever. It would even even melt your stony heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll be a judge of Yes. And I'm not a huge Will Ferrell fan. Well, I did like Anchorman. That was good. But Yeah, those two films I've liked of his. And any oh, the other guys. Ah, that's really good. Did you watch it? All right. Yeah, yeah, Another yeah. good film with him, him in. The one with Emma Thompson in it. I can't remember the name, but where she's a writer and he keeps hearing voices. Ah, it's a good film. I can't remember the name of it. Right. It's got the woman from the secretary in it. She's the love interest. Okay. Miley, Maggie Glennon in That's the one. Come back in part three and I'll tell you the name. <laughs> so I googled it. I have no anyway, idea what that we've, is. We've digressed. Uh, yeah, in summary, this bit, great. Good. <laughs> Eight, dear. Nine from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he almost choked on his <laughs> Christmas beer. A nine. A nine. That's an awesomely Christmassy beer. He's rocking the nerfs, my goodness. Out with the big nerfs. <laughs> oh. It starts. Oh, Mr. B, come back. <laughs> yeah, his bad jokes are better than mine. I'll give you that eight and a half. That's cracking. Yep. Yeah. We'll have to get some more of that for the beer of the ish. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, well, actually, having said that, the, uh, the beer of the ish, uh, sorry, the Christmas special has given a beer to the Beer of the Year show three years out of four. Oh, wow. my. And two of those have won. What so, was the other one? Anchoros I've got six. this. Yeah, yeah. So the first Christmas special produced Anchor 2006, which won. The next one uh, didn't have any for the Beer of the Year show. Then the 2009 Christmas special was Goose Island Christmas 2009, oh, right. which didn't win. Uh, Ruination won that year mm. and last year's Isolation Ale which got into win oh of course that's a winter ale though isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. anyway so nine, eight, eight and a half. big it, score it's a good score buy it I, I give for overall Christmas I give it a 10 yeah. overall Christmas factor man overall Christmas look factor at it. Look, look, look at the bottle mm-hmm. and it's nice as well it's a nice little dinky bottle yeah even though it's 3.30 it looks smaller awesome where did you get it from? I want to go buy some. <laughs> uh, I got it from Appalachian Wines. Excellent. Right, trip there. Just the ash. Thank you. I've never, a 10 for the tinselometer. That's amazing. Yep. Wow. Now it's all downhill from here. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. We should have had that one last time. We've got four more to come now. <laughs> I'm off home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was our second, and uh, it's a hit. That was uh, Gudun Karulus, or Hetanka Gudun Karulus, Christmas. And it's the groupman's turn to choose. Mm hmm. And he's going to choose one. One, okay. One, this is a special beer because this is our 250th beer cast beer. Oh, iconic. Okay, so we'll come back with our third beer, which is beer one, very shortly. So a big round of applause for Hetanka, and we'll see you very soon. You don't have to literally applaud. (laughs) Metaphorically applaud. It's a definite sulfuric whiff. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> we are now back with our third beer. I'm just about to get it, so can it top the wonderful Gruden Krulis? We'll see. Number one. Oh, you can top it in one way. Is it the label? Is it Whoa. the... <laughs> it's the size. It's massive. It's a good job that's resealable. It's enormous. Oh, it's Williams Brothers. Yep, this is Williams Brothers Nolleg. This is their new Christmas it's beer. This spruce beer. 7%. It was released yesterday, so oh, wow. I went, went to get some. Jeez, oh. Oh, you sent a link to this, but I couldn't actually open the picture. Oh, well, there it is. It's right in front of you. It's a one. It's a one litre. <laughs> it's like pork. Growler. It's like a bottle of pork. Yeah. And it's got a resealable top, so we can have a little sample and we can uh, seal it back no, no, up. Don't be doing. If you listen, if you, nice, nice, nice sound. If you're listening to this on a video iPod or any other device, you can see a picture of William's null egg right now. Mm-hmm, it's a kind of amber colour. It's a nice nose. There we go. This is classy. It's even got. It came. Actually, can you hold the glass for me? It's just a little. It came with a, a tinsel heavy. around it. It came with a tinsel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm loving the growl I did. So yeah, we can uh, pop the top back on and. Uh... I'm gonna have some head on this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have a little bit more there. Okay. Under measured you. Uh, yeah, so this is Williams Brothers are from Alloa, just in uh, the middle of Scotland. We've had a couple of their beers on before. Not for a while though, I think the last Williams one we had was Williams Red, about tw- 20 or 30 podcasts. Yeah, ago. quite a long time ago. Um, and we had Williams Gold in our second podcast, but this is their brand new release Christmas beer called Nolleg. 
uh, Noleg being Gaelic for Christmas. Oh, is it? Yep. If you turn over that small flap of paper... <coughs> oh, there's information. Mr. Sh- Mr. P can read it out, doing his, his job. I'm doing my job. Well, I sniffed Noleg test. is the Gaelic word for Christmas. We have brewed this special festive ale using malted barley, a variety of high-impact specialist hops and hand-picked spruce tips, which are only ripe for picking during two weeks' window in spring. The resiny sweetness of the spruce and the malt is countered by a huge hop character, which is just delicious. Although Duben's face may be saying other things. No, it's just unusual. That's is it? This is one of a limited edition batch of 800 bottles. If you have the will, store it till next Christmas when it'll be even better. Alternatively, drink, drink, drink and be merry. We are drinking and being merry. Well, the last beer looked like Christmas. This tastes like Christmas. It does. It tastes like sweeties. <laughs> it's quite astonishing. It's, it, it is like drinking a Christmas tree. Mm. It kind of, it's like, um, again, my phrase, it's like um, like sucking a car air freshener, like kind of pine. Yeah. It does but have it's really that, sweet, though. Yeah. As well. It does have that um, smell of, like, pine washing up liquid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the smell is, it tastes different, though. And I love the fact it's in a, a litre glass growler bottle. I think that's just fantastic. Yeah. Um, it's tough to... I know they're supposed to be good for carrying around, but it's bloody heavy. I was carrying it yeah. home yesterday. It was, um, I got that in vino. It's 12 quid. I'm empty. It's still heavy. It's sweet, piney, sprucey. Mm-hmm. Lightly bitter. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's special festive beer brewed with Christmas trees. Brewed with Christmas trees. <laughs> awesome. They actually they already do a, a spruce beer called Albert, which we've I think we may have had actually because we did our beer beer cast yes, with beers that don't have hops in or other things in. Uh, so that's spruce, but this has got spruce tips and something else in it. What was it the other thing they had? In it? It's a variety of specialist hops. Yeah, I quite like it though. Yeah, I think it's good. Mm. Oh, another hit. Another hit. My my. What's going on? You can take that one home uh, for Christmas as well and to mm. tuck into that. I think it would age well. I mean, it's um, it's not a dark beer, but it's it's got the kind of flavours in it. You think if you did leave it, it might actually be pretty good. So they only did 800 bottles of this. So yeah. um, it only came out yesterday. It's still time to snatch yeah, it Yeah, this is a beer cast exclusive. We're the first people to taste, well, one of the first people to taste about this. No one was talking about it on Twitter or on the internet mm. yet. So oh, Good stuff. Yeah, I think it's be a great present for someone as well because it's yeah. a lovely bottle, got a nice label. Can we use it? Yeah. I would, I Although its only contribution to Christmassy look is the tin, tinsel around the neck. Oh, yes. If, okay. we're, if we're doing the bottle. Okay. So, what's the bottle label? I mean, it did come with the tinsel, so that's. It, it came with the tinsel, that's, but it's, mm, it's. It's not enough. They've gone for the um, kind of refined. No frills approach. It is like a no frills present, isn't it? You, might, you <laughs> kind of open. It's still, it's still kind of Christmassy because of the tinsel. Yeah, it's it's got a special occasion kind of look to it. Mm-hmm. So I suppose oh, that's yeah. Christmassy, isn't it? I'm, I might actually give it a seven for a Christmassy. But without the tinsel, um, it'd be a zero. one. Right, <laughs> without tinsel, it could be anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, no yeah. one because it says Christmas on it. Yeah. Mm. Two. It yeah. almost, almost makes me wish I hadn't bought my Brewdog Growler because, which is, as you can see, used at the back of my. Yeah, I was going to ask how often you use that. I used it once. Yeah. And it's, uh, I haven't used it since. Um, although it's easy to carry because this is still pretty hefty. Um, yeah. Where did they source the bottles from? I have no idea. I don't know anything about it. It was so new that uh, they didn't put any. They only put it out as a photo, saying this is our new bit. Um, didn't they haven't done any PR or any kind of press stuff about it yet? So. I read really on that. You got it. Where did you get it from? I got it in Vino, Vino right. wines in Stockbridge. Yeah. It's, it's going to be in Cornelius. It's in Cornelius now, and uh, Appalachian might get some. Yeah. You got to Vino and get some. They got some, I think, in Coniston Vino. I got it in Stockbridge. Is the Vino? It's um, opposite the uh, Starbucks and Mellis, just on the top of the hill. Oh, there. Oh, just the way up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, just near the Bailey. That's what it used to be right. open. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, maybe they haven't exactly. They only had four, and I got one. So mm, uh, gone by now. the 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 girl said that she they'd been a lot of people have been asking about it, mm. um, and they only they only got it in about an hour before I went there. Wow, he's um, worked, sir. I, I well, there's an off chance, and it paid off. Off chance and off license paying off. Yep. 
I, I helpfully explained to her that Oleg was going for Christmas without realising she was Irish. So she was like, yes, it is. Okay, you'll know that already then, being, being Irish. Okay, thanks. Good try. Mm. Who's egged <laughs> off? Has <laughs> hmm? someone egged off? No. No. Somebody has. No, not, not live not, on air. Not, yeah. not while we're recording. No. I wouldn't in a beer cast. Listeners. <laughs> it was one of you. <laughs> okay, well, we solved that mystery. Should we have uh, some scores for uh, Women's Brothers and League? I like that a lot, but not as much as the one before. So, maybe like a little bit of mid to late flavour. <laughs> mid to late flavour? That's a new one. <laughs> so, I'm going to give it, I'm still going to give it an eight. Cracker. Wow. I'm going to give it eight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to up my last score to eight and a half, just to differentiate. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, you can do that. Because it was slightly better, but yeah, I really like it. What's the tensilometer saying for this one? Ooh, it's a tricky one. I'm tempted to go for a seven just because it looks cool. Mm-hmm. But it's a classy Christmas, you know, and without the tinsel it would be nothing. But... No, but a tinsel makes all the difference. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's... it looks like a present now. Overall, it, the, the package works. Would you want to be the uh, intern at the brewery that has to do 800 tinsel ties onto the, the box? No, be, we'll be the work experience boy. <laughs> yeah. Make a change from cleaning out the mash done, I guess. Yeah. And yourself, what are you going to score this fine? Uh, I'm going to give that an eight as well. That's very pleasant. Yeah. It may get a bit too much after a while because it's very air freshenery, but it's it's nicely, it's, it's the, the that side of the line from yeah. being yeah. a bit too washing up liquid. It's It's... No, it's drinkable washing liquid. Yeah. It's not your standard <laughs> foam in your mouth yeah. one. Yeah. I know, it's, it's like top quality. Yeah, it's like a fairy rather than a Tesco's own brand. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it does have the hops in it, and that makes a difference. It's not just spruce and pine yeah. and Christmas tree flavour. Uh, yeah. There's other things about it. But it's been a beer that's been crafted. Mm-hmm. And also, they've, they've obviously thought it through by having a nice sealable pop yeah. or something. Yeah, Excellent. Okay, well, that was a potentially exclusive... Williams Brothers Nolig Christmas Tree Beer. Seven percent. It doesn't actually taste that strong, either. No. It, it might creep up on you because of the sweetness. But um. <laughs> on my way home, <laughs> <laughs> watch out for the black ice on your way home. Yes. Okay, so that was our third beer. That's the two hundred fiftieth beer in the beer cast history. So it's a, a fitting. I think I, I, I would share. certainly say that it's one you'd remember. Yeah. Um, so, my choice, isn't it? Yep. Uh, so you have two, two, four, and six. Two, four, and six. Oh, all the even numbers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with number f- four, the anchor. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh. we'll come back with beer four, which is beer four. <laughs> very oh. soon, and we'll see you very shortly. It's a definite sulfuric whiff. Okay, this is our fourth beer. Merry Christmas, by the way. Uh, it's Grimbo time. <laughs> we, won't, we won't sing it's, uh, too much. Uh, so yeah, beer four. Let's go and get it. The anchor. Is it the anchor? Is it the anchor? No. no Damn it! <laughs> it's not the anchor. Are you actually just oh, going to save the anchor to last? You no, know. I'm doing this properly. They are. Yep, they're in order. Oh, it's my local brewery. Check it out. Yeah, we've got, we got an Orkney Christmas beer. Clutie Dumpling. This is uh, Sinclair Orkney's Clutie Dumpling. Uh, I'll leave uh, our Acadian friend to describe what a Clutie Dumpling is. A Clutie Dumpling is a fruit, a heavy fruit cake cooked in a clute, which is a cloth linen thing, wow. and it's steamed. He did know, that's good. I was uh, expecting him not to know, but he did. Oh, he expect not a lot. <laughs> Some people not really still call a cloth a clute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe flour, breadcrumbs, dried fruit, suet, sugar and spice. You can't get much more Scottish than that. No, that's true. Well, you deep fry it. <laughs> it smells. Oh, it smells weird. Smells of those things. Smells of... Smells of meat. <laughs> it's kind of, of... fashion. Slightly brown. Very clean. Tastes of um, dodgy bacon crisps. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's corn-flavoured snacks. Yeah. Monster Munch. Yeah. Beef Monster Munch. Yeah, it tastes <laughs> of artificial beef flavour. Yeah. That's what it smells of. Is that the suet? No, it doesn't actually have clutie dumpling in it. All right. <laughs> mm, no, I don't know. <laughs> 
It's alright. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Oh, it's got a quite a nice finish. It's a bit fruity on the finish. Mm. Maybe it's because the, the Christmas tree beer has done our palates in. But yeah, it does smell very kind of malty and a bit kind of. Uh, beefy. Rich fruity nose, notes of cinnamon and ginger, which is probably what I'm mm. feeling. Mm. Uh, background of nutty crystal malt. Yeah, there's a bit of crystal malt in there. I'm getting uh, the ginger. I think there's quite a lot of ginger in this. Yeah, there is that kind Just of spicy that's what ginger I'm, aftertaste. Actually, that, that's what I'm smelling. I'm not smelling wheat. I'm smelling ginger. <laughs> <laughs> it's often confused that the, the aromas of meat and ginger. ginger you know, <laughs> and it no longer tastes of um, beef monster much either. That was just a first uh, cleansing sip. I, mean, I think maybe. Yes. We're in there now. We're in there. <laughs> it's only 4.3%, so it's the weakest beer of the night. That's good. <laughs> After a 10 point something one. But you do know you've got two stronger beers to come. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of which is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Number six. <laughs> was it two or six next? I don't know. It's uh, Gruben's yeah. Choice next. So it next. Gruben's Choice. Yeah, they described this as only available in December. They described this as a light, tawny beer with an aroma of spiced fruits and dried fruits. A soft, rounded palate with flavours of dried fruits, citrus fruits, and spices. Well, unless a ginger spice. It's a root. It's more of a, it's a, root. a, root, a rooty thing. <laughs> um, don't know, I don't mind the additions in this one. Yeah, it's all right. Maybe it, do it with smell, a bit more body. It's quite... Yeah, it's a bit thin. Yeah. It smells well, it's quite like ginger beer like now. Yeah. Actually, yeah, kind yeah, of acclimatised yeah. it. What do you think about the label? It's uh, it's pretty Christmassy. What do we, what, is that what a clutie looks like? Oh, oh no, yes. the clutie was a pan. It's a bit pudding with... Is that sauce on the top and a cherry? I would imagine it's just icing and a cherry. Icing. Mm. It's not that Christmassy. I mean, Clutie Dumpling is not something you oh, it's a Christmassy thing. Right. It's an all-round cake. It's a cake no, just a big... Bow to your knowledge on this for yeah. the Christmas I, reference. I, I couldn't stand it myself. But, um, I, no, it's a stretch. Christmassy factor, right? Three. Three? Yeah. No, it's that's harsh. Mm. It looks like a Christmas pudding. It does, yeah. So that's Christmassy. I guess. So I'll give that a five, maybe. Or a four. Four, five... We can we can compromise in four. Four. Let's meet. Yeah, four. Okay. Let's go with four for Christmassy. On the nose. We've done all this. Done all this. Apparently, the recipes for crudy dumplings vary from region to region. And Wikipedia says that in North Fife, it's not common to use breadcrumbs, but it is common to use treacle. Treacle. Mm. Not not being a fan of hard kind of heavy fruity puddings, I've never had one. Oh really? No. Okay. No. You've never had a heavy fruity pudding? No. So I've never had a completely dumpling. I think every area of the UK has a heavy fruit pie yeah, pudding it's a steam, cake. It's a steam fruit yeah. cake. That's, what, that's all it is. It's nice. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> We're scoring after four minutes. Searing analysis. <laughs> I tell you something. I don't know what else to say about it, really. No, I, I think it's a bit... I, I, I like Orkney Brewery, but I think this is a bit... It falls a little bit into the let's put some spices in my beer trap, I think. So what 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 of their beers do you think this is with spices in it? No, I don't know, actually. I mean, they it's have more a kind of, it's, it's quite a brown ale kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Could be Raven or... Mm. I always thought Raven was a bit darker. But What's the other one? The mid, the mid one. Uh, they've got that one that's got a beach on a label. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, I forget. In something light. Uh, Northern yeah. light. Northern light, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's kind of more in that territory. Of course, our North American friends uh, will know, will potentially know Orkney for Skull Splitter, which is their barley wine, which is more popular there than it is here, which we had recently and surprisingly quite liked. Mm. As in our protest podcast. Oh, yeah. No, it was, it was nice. Much better in the bottle than it was. Kiask. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they do Dark Island, which is one of my favourite dark yeah. beers. Always a favourite. So they do some good beers. They do. I've not actually heard of this one before. Um, I think they've done it before. It's not a, it's not a one-off. They, they do it every December, but uh, it's escaped my notice in the past. Um, yeah, I quite like it. I would, I would drink that. It, it's, it's inoffensively spiced. Oh yeah, no, no, it's 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 fine. Yeah. You can imagine that being drunk in a pub. Mm-hmm. You go, I'll have a pint of the Christmas beer. But it is very gingery, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I that's not that's not a bad thing. 
No, I like ginger. It's not a lot of, I can't taste a lot of cinnamon. Mm, On the nose, cinnamon. it's just ginger beer. Mm. Yeah. I think maybe, cause it, I mean, to a, an uneducated uh, Englishman like myself, it looks like a Christmas pudding on the label. Yeah. So I would, I would infer from that that it's going to taste Christmas pudding. Uh, but it doesn't. Nice. Um, but I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. I guess clouty, clouty dumplings don't taste gingery anyway. They taste dark and heavy and... Fruity. I guess so. Yeah, but... More like the first one. Yeah. Similar to a Christmas pudding, you might argue. Yeah. Yes. All right, well, we've got... Let's score it. We've got, we got a seven from uh, Mr. P. No, so. I'm going to score oh. it down to six. Oh. Six and a half. Oh. He's just six. Picking, picking numbers out. <laughs> six and a half. Six, six. No, six and a half. Okay. Jimmy? I'm going to see five, which is my new... It's fine, but not Ooh, really. Is that the new seven? Yeah, five is the new seven. Five is the new seven, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, fine. Yeah, it's just, it's a bit kind of, I would never bother with it again, probably. It's fine, but I would never bother with it again. There you go. <laughs> so many beers in the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There's so many other beers you'd rather have. Yeah, I'm going to leave that at six. It's, um, it's nice. It's very gingery, not meaty. Uh, yeah, I'd have that again, I think. Yeah, it's over five, so yes, I would. Hmm. Okay, so that was uh, Sinclair Orkney Clouty Dumpling, our fourth beer out of six in our Beercast Christmas special. So we need a number, either two or six. Let's say two. Okay. Beer special. <laughs> Keeps we'll it come, for last. We'll come back very shortly with our fifth beer, beer two. We'll see you very soon. Okay. It's a definite sulfuric whiff. Alrighty, uh, welcome back and... Again, Merry Christmas. This is our Beercast Christmas special. We're in Edinburgh, Scotland. And this is our fifth Christmas beer, which I'll stand up to get now. Number two. Number two. Which is the anchor. It's, 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 it's not the anchor. It's not the anchor. I knew the anchor was number six. <laughs> he's lying. I'm sure he's... Oh, he's, it's he's, a foreign not, beer. Is it another another Belgian one? Yep. Uh, Grubin, I invite you to go and look on the fridge. Uh, I've had the beers in order, left to right, one to six. Go and see where the anchor is. No, I believe you. Is this like a magician's trick? (laughs) (laughs) No, I I totally, I do believe you, but I just thought you might have put it six for whatever reason. Oh, she should pick six then. No, I don't want to keep six for last. Oh, well, there you go, anchor's last. Okay, Uh, wait a minute, this isn't anchor, this is a Belgian beer. This is uh, Durank Père Noël. It's seven percent. Durank, is it rank? Duranka. A uh, brewery founded in 1994 by Nino Bissell. Uh, he only brewed one beer, Guldenberg, named after the Guldenberg Abbey in Wevelgem, which uh, I'm sure is exactly how you pronounce it. <laughs> but he joined forces with uh, Guido De Vos in the mid-1990s. Guido was a beer-tasting man from the Beer Association Hop. It's a good name for a beer association. Yeah. Uh, they were both amateur brewers. Well, he was, but obviously uh, Nino had been brewing on his own for a while. And they decided to get together in 1996, and uh, brewery Nino Bissell became brewed at rank. And this is their Christmas beer. It's uh, very blonde. Yeah, it's it, smell, it smells quite. It's more Belgian-y than yeah, the last the Belgian. Yeah, it tastes one. very Belgian. It's got a very Belgian. Uh, Happen at all like it. <laughs> Here it comes. You're scrutinising the bottle, then. Eh? Looking very for? fizzy. What, have you said what the other ingredient is in this? Uh, no, I haven't. No, no, please, please see, if the, see if the group can guess, guess what it is. Let me guess. They're all tasting away. Tasting, sipping, swilling around their mouths. Tastes of Belgian. <laughs> Tastes of Belgian. Smells very... Belgian. There's an extra ingredient according to the bottle, but we know Belgian bottles lie. So. I don't actually know what that is. It's not Honestly, nice. cannot taste anything. I taste a decent, Belgian, yeast of decent Belgian beer, but I don't it taste it. coriander. It has a big coriander whack in it, but it's yeah. pretty Belgian standard flavour. I think we've had this taste in one of the other beers. Might have been the first one. Or was it? Yeah, it might have been the first one. Uh, but it's definitely oh. not in there. It's licorice. Uh-huh. Really? So it, it's it a, doesn't it's, taste to it, though, does it? Doesn't t- I don't taste it at all. Not really. No, so it's either. kind of blondish beer with licorice in it. Interesting. It's not very, is, It doesn't taste very Christmassy, does it? No, it's quite nice though. For a Belgian beer, it's not bad. Mm. Oh, maybe I'm mellowing. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming round after two years. 
They say it's distinguished by its festive copper colour, which is an interesting uh, it's point. It's like a blonde beer to me. That's <laughs> yeah. yellow. It's, it's 7%. It's, again, I think there's a bit more alcohol in that than the other strong one. Um, what? Which one? The... And the good and coolers. But maybe that's the kind of strong Belgian flavour you automatically assume is alcohol. Well, you know it's because Belgian beers are almost always strong. Yeah, that's the typical Belgian yeast coming through. Yeah. Mm. Um, I like it though. No, it's having, having said that, it's nice. Good Christmassy beer. label. Yeah. Santa hugging a tulip glass full of this beer, I assume. <laughs> Christmassy factor, yes. It's a bit half-assed though, isn't it? It is. It is. I'd knock a, a couple of points off of that. Maybe go seven. Seven. I, I got seven for that. It's green label, red. It's got a feather Christmas on it. I mean, it's a badly drawn feather Christmas. I suppose for a night you want some other, other Christmas yeah, thing on it. Something a bit more kind like of... snow or yeah. robins or something. Okay, I'll give that seven. Right. So they're from Webb again, which uh, is in uh, Flanders. Yeah. Uh, Factors, come on. Fact it. Right up. game had a population of 31,000. It's on the River Delay. Uh, river Delay means Golden River, or its nickname is the Golden River, because the people used to soak flax in it. game was known for flax factories. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure what flax is, other than it's some kind of cotton yeah, finery textile. do in the old days. <laughs> ye old ye world yep. ye. Because uh, flax is gold, so that's why the river's got the golden colour. Wevelgem's notable inhabitants are Miss Belgium 2007, oh, wow. Miss Belgium 2011, <laughs> and Whoa. a Belgian rock band called Steak Number no. 8. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Wikipedia says. Oh, we've got in there for the... For oh, it's, it's, it's a place for the ladies, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Well, that sounds like my kind of town, oh, apart from the rock band. <laughs> Bit of a positive for myself and the group. It's also home to the largest German military cemetery outside of Germany. Neek. So a bit of a downer there. Yeah. Back, back to the Miss Worlds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the beer. It's 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 a good Belgian beer. It's, it doesn't taste that Christmassy. No. But other than, it tastes a bit wheat. It's got that kind of wheat beery, as I said, coriandery kind of spicy yeah. flavour to it. Yep. It's not a huge departure to make that flavour into a Christmas flavour. I don't think, but it's not quite there. Yeah, it doesn't, I mean, mean, it doesn't mean it's a bad beer. But you wonder what their normal beer is like. So if this beer is slightly different for Christmas, then yeah, they have how, a few, how is it different? Licorice. Uh, yeah, which I don't taste. Yeah, but we know that Belgian bottles lie. Yeah. They After my survey of one bottle, I uh, no, it's it's not the first time they've made stuff up or omitted omitted ingredients on the bottle. Uh, yeah, so they brew a Goldenberg, which is uh, a very strong, it's about 9 or 10% at least, I think. And they've got a beer called XX, which is very, very hoppy. Mm. The most bitter ale in Belgium, apparently, they call Thank it. Um, and that's the one that they, they really pushed, and that, that made the name for um, the brewery. Creek de Ranca, which is a fruit beer, obviously, and Cuvée de Ranca, which is the Lembic and the dark beer mixed together. Interesting. Um, but it's, it's interesting, the fact that, that they started off... Uh, Nino started off on his own. His family was they were lemonade producers, um, and he, he had a go at brewing and liked it. And then after about was it ninety four? So yeah, so two years later, he got his homebrew mate on, and they, they went off on their own and carried on. And they brewed beers they liked, and they, they started it and they, they worked at it, and they seem to be doing quite well. Mm. I think it's quite maybe it's different in Belgium where you can have your little brasserie and you can get the beer out and people come to you. Whereas in the UK, there's no, no real tradition of people coming to somewhere to drink the beer. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you reckon then? I, 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 yeah. Seven. <laughs> okay, well, let's go. Let's we've got one more to go. And we've got some announcements to make, as we always do. Uh, so, Shovels, what's your score for Deranka Per Noel? On the Christmas front, on the actual beer, it just tastes like a Belgian beer, so it's not very Christmassy. But as a beer, overall, seven. Yes, I agree. It's it's a good Belgian beer, but it's not Christmassy. I'm going to give that seven and a half because uh, it's I, I quite like it. Yeah, I was trying to compare it to the uh, spruce beer. No, I think I prefer the spruce beer. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have the the depth of taste. Well, no. the the individual taste that the um, mm. the Nolleg had. 
But yeah, that's that's a that's a good stand up Belgian beer. Okay, that, that, is, uh, yeah. that was our fifth beer, and when you come back, we'll have our sixth beer, which you may already have guessed what it is, or at least who it's from. <laughs> uh, and we'll come back very shortly with our final beer and some news. <laughs> and some uh, new general news. Just news. Tonight on the BBC. Okay. It's a definite sulfuric whiff. Well, welcome back. This is our final beer in our 2011 Beercast Christmas Beercast special. And it is. And finally, seasonal ale. It's not, it's not a stitch up, I promise you. I did actually uh, predetermine the order of these beers, and number six was Anchor. It was picked last, so here we go. Uh, regular listener will know, uh, hello, regular listener, that we've we featured every Anchor special Christmas seasonal beer. Since 2006. Since 2006, bar 2007, which we had in the Beer of the Year show, but we did taste it. Um, I'll give you the scores before you taste this. The scores, 2006, scored 86%. 08, 75%. 09, 67%. Mm-hmm. 2010, 56%. Yeek. So if the if the pattern continues, this one should score about 45%. <laughs> 56 we'll is pretty poor. It smells we'll good. It smells good. If you don't know the story, Anchor in San Francisco produce a Christmas beer. Every year the recipe is different. This is the 37th iteration of their Christmas beer. has a different tree on the front every time too. It looks like a pine tree. We always have the conversation slash argument as to how Christmassy a non-Christmas tree on the front of the beer is. I think in years gone by I defended the Anchor-ness for being Christmassy. But I still think that's quite Christmassy. I, I, maybe it's just me associating it with Christmas. I, I th- no, I agree. I, I always thought it was quite it's quite a classy Christmas. Thing. Yeah. Uh, so absolutely. Eight. Okay. Yeah, I see. It's got the classic Anchor special aroma that Does. instant juniper. Also, reason clovey, clovey, big kind of smell. I think this one backs it up with flavour better than the previous couple of years. Though. Yeah, I think you might be right. Quite tasty. Maybe do with it being a little bit sweeter. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite bitter, isn't it? Yeah, just a little bit of sweetness. That's the there. juniper. I, one, one of the years was really junipery. Mm. Um, I can't remember which one, but... Maybe uh, if it warms up, it'll bring out some of the more sweeter notes of the malt. So alongside the actual beers that have gone down in scoring since the 06, uh, individual scores, Grant, you've gone from 8 to 7.5 to 6 to 6.5. Right, so you, you scored the drastic. Time, yeah, yeah. Uh, shovels you've gone nine eight and a half and then seven and a half you you missed the 2009 Christmas special you must have been did I? yeah you were otherwise engaged really? mm-hmm what? it was just myself G-Man and Mr B and that. no yeah. I can't believe was that the year I was working down south must have been possibly yeah I think it was and I've gone eight seven seven six and a half so we'll see how this one does um Craig probably went at 12, <laughs> 8, 1, one <laughs> 2, 9, 4, 2.3. This is the 37th, apparently. Yeah, 37th different beer. I don't know how. We have this conversation every year as to how different the beers are each year, with yeah. how much they tweak it. They put a little bit more of this, a little less of that. And are they going to run out of trees? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many trees are there in the world? To put on the label. Once you get to the, the palm trees and the obscure mm. rainforest <laughs> yeah. things. Quite it, impressive. There's lots of, like, it's, it's like lots of little trees have joined together to make one so this trunk. Is pine, pinus longevity. Something this. Yeah. Got a nice pine cone on I have to say, I quite like that. No, I do. I like it a lot more than it's I have the last couple. Other years, yeah. It's not as overly bitter and mm-hmm. junipery. It's reasonably balanced. Just I agree. It could be a bit sweeter, a bit more mm. body. Yeah. It's not. It's not the most strongest beer ever, is it? Five and a half. So maybe we could have bumped that up to six and given it a it's bit a more. Bit, whack. It's a bit kind of sprucey too. It's a bit mm. of like a bit of knowledge in there. It's like uh, not not to that extent, but you can taste it in the pine. Yeah, like juniper and pine. Mm. Do you know what's gone in this one? No, but they never tell you. They never reveal what they put in them. So they always cane the juniper. Mm. Like a lot of juniper berries in their beers. Yeah, not like these beers. They smell good. It is. It, it is for me. It's very Christmassy. Just because when we started out with drinking Christmas beers, this was so good, and every year I look forward to having the anchor. 
Yeah, in, in case you didn't listen by some small chance, you didn't listen to our first Christmas special back in 2007. Shame on you. Uh, that, was, that was a wow beer. It was one of the first beers that we'd had that that was different from the beers we'd normally been drinking at yeah. that point. And it really opened our eyes to what A, seasonal beer could do and B, American beer could do. Yeah. And we always had this niggling thing in the back of our minds as was it really that good or was it just the fact that we were coming of age? I think it probably is a bit of both, I think. Yeah, somewhere in between. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. But the fact that each Christmas beer since then has gone down in scoring may suggest that it was because it was new and unusual. Mm. Or maybe they're not as good. Who knows? The more you, the more it warms up, the sweeter it's getting, I think. Mm-hmm. He said, been clasping his hands around <laughs> Again, this is a Scottish side temperature, so. Yeah. But one or, one or two degrees. In other words, cold. <laughs> I'm quite pleased actually. I'm pleased with the, the different. Yeah, it's been a good cross section of beers. beers tonight. No, I think it's been a top quality choice. Mm. Absolutely. Well, I did my best. No criminally bad elves. Have you seen Although, yeah, the Cotley one is uh, close to the bad elf series, I have to say. Well, actually, I went to, I was in York uh, in September, October. Uh, they'd had, they had some of the Christmas beers out already. It was the end of October. And I saw all the ones that we'd had before, all the different bad elves yeah. and the various other ones. that right, no, <laughs> no more of those. Ignore those. <laughs> yeah. Um, and things like the null egg, I mean, that was uh, something out yesterday, so that kind of fell into a lapse. But yeah, you have to have an anchor. The one I was going to have was the Goose Island. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm not, I, I drank, had that, so, Yeah, you? I drank it. I had one in the cupboard. I've got uh, one at home. What's it like? It's not Christmassy in any way. It's, it's a red ale. Uh, but I, I, they also changed their recipe. But again, they're very similar to how they usually are. It doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't taste Christmassy. Right. It's nice. But, nice, but... Yeah, yeah it's a shame that. Hmm. Mm. Well, should we score the anchor and then... Uh, You've got the news, whatever that is. Yeah. Well, it's it's our traditional Christmas podcast Beer of the Year show announcement. I I am going to give that... Yeah, so you've gone nine, eight and a half blank. Well, did Seven give, and a half. Did I give eight and a half to... The 08. Really? I can't remember the 08. Um, I'm going to give this one eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Because it's cracking. It's really nice. And as it warms up, it gets a little bit more sweeter that balances all the, the bitterness out. It's really lovely. Really lovely. Toying with a nine, but I'd, I'd much preferred the, the other one. Yeah, that's the good and coolest was above. Just a little bit above. A little bit above. Different kind of nine. <laughs> Different kind of nine. You've got to go on to the group and I'll, I'll sit with eight and a half an hour and then I'll come back. Bearing in mind that the, the highest scorer of any of the anchor beers uh, from, from the three of us was your nine for the 06. And I preferred the 07 to the 06 as well. Which we never scored. We never yeah. scored. Yeah. Okay, good. What's the score? I'm going to say eight. Yep. So really, they brought it back with a, a really good Christmas beer. No, I agree. I give that an eight as well. That's it's, it's nice. I think it uh, differs from the last year because it's it's got the kind of bitter juniper-y, bitter kind of clovey flavours, but it, it's more balanced. Yeah. Mm. yeah, a couple of the ones before were quite bitter, yeah. which is not really what you want at Christmas, I feel. Yeah, if you want to enjoy it, you don't want to be punished by a, it. Yeah, but more of a kind of a friendly <laughs> aspect. Friendly warm cuddle rather than a punch in the chops. <laughs> Have you made up your mind about the year? Um, oh, I don't know. Hang on, one more sip. One more sip. It's a key sip, listener. The fate of Anchor Brewery hangs in the balance. It does. I'm going to stay with eight and a half. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if any of the Anchor beers will ever be a nine again because the 06 yeah, was a... that first moment. Yeah. Never forget your first Anchor. No. <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much to, to, to Paul and, and, and Grant. Uh, this has been our fifth Bearcast Christmas special. I hope you tune in to our sixth next year. The winner for that podcast was uh, Hetanka Gudin Kulis on 87%. Great. Cracking. Very 80 score. score. Uh, so, what does that do to the Beer of the Year standing? Oh, yes, that's our announcement. Uh, second was the Anchor, which was 82, and then the Noleg on 80. So, we've got some really good scores on it. Yeah. Uh, you got uh, the Duranka Penoel got 72, then uh, Red Nose Rainbow on 60, and finally Clutie Dumpling on 58. 
Uh, yeah, so the, the next podcast after our Christmas special is always our Beer of the Year show. Uh, so currently, uh, weighing the lead of our Beer of the Year leaderboard is Colonel IPA Citra. Oh, I forgot about that. Which um, percentage is that one done? Uh, it's the 7.2. Can you still get that one? I've got three bottles in there. Oh, cool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can get it from that cupboard. So I got 91. Uh, second place in our Beer of the Year show, and another lock for Beer of the Year is Thornbridge St. Petersburg on 87. So that will feature on our Beer of the Year show, Imperial Stout. They made a tie at 85 with Sierra Nevada Southern Hemisphere Harvest and Rogue St. Rogue Red Ale. Mm-hmm. So with the good and coolers getting 87, that bumps Oops. one of those out. Unless we just have both of them. Unless we have five in a beer issue. Yeah. It's a tie. <laughs> it's a tie we have both of them. We do have the... Yeah. If you have Make them. up from last year when we didn't have them. That's true. Last year we couldn't source some of our beers, the uh, finalists. But this year we have them all, so we might as well rock the five. Rock yeah. five beers this year. Do Why it. Not? Okay, well, uh, that wraps it up for us. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back in January, early January, for our Beer of the Year show with those five beers. It's going to be a cracker. Uh, Speaking of crackers, happy Christmas. And uh, we'll see you in the new year. Uh, Enjoy your Christmas beers. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. out there though mm-hmm. I've noticed creeping up yeah they're not as good as this. we need to smack them down the get our lawyers onto them yeah mm. grooving make it so <laughs> you're connected yeah I'll get it